Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I have something, and it so describes how I was living. It so captures the feelings that I had about beginning on the pathway of my dreams. It, it so describes how I felt when I was about to attempt something. And I have some striking news for you. It describes often how I feel still today to a degree. So let me tell you what that is. Here's an analogy that I've heard a couple of different ways, but I've kind of, you know, fixed it around to where I can drink it better. And I think it fits my personality to describe it to people best this way. I've talked often about the urgency of doing something with your life of getting started today, of stopping the procrastination and putting it off and waiting on all your ducks to line up in a row and waiting until the stars align themselves. If, if you're waiting on such a thing, you're never going to get started. I don't know too many people who can say that all the ducks just lined up in a row. Things happen. Even when you get them lined up, one of the ducks get out of line or somebody knock over the dominoes. Something happens. But here's the point I'm getting at. God has so many blessings available to you, you who's listening. God has so many blessings available to you from where you are right now. I don't care what you've gotten yourself into or what you've done. God has so many blessings 
that he can send your way. But you have to do something. See, a lot of people just sit around and go, man, something always happening to you. You always getting a break. You always doing this. You always do Man, don't nothing come my way. Listen to me. If nothing ever comes your way, you know why that is? It's because you're not doing anything. I promise you, you're not. Here's the deal. God has all these blessings he wants to send you. But you got to give him something to work with now. Come on. God will bless you. God can touch people's hearts on your behalf. He can move situations around for you. He can align the stars. He can set the ducks up in a row. But align the stars and move people around and touch people's hearts and set the ducks up in a row for what? Have you put forth any effort? Have you made a single step in any direction to do the right thing or go the right way that gives him something to put his finger on? Come on, man. God can only bless you according to your faith. If you have a little bit of faith, give him that. Let him work with that. You know, man, I didn't always start with these speeches you hear in the morning now. I ain't always had these. I grew to these. I stumbled my way to these. I messed up my way to these here. I got it wrong so many times to be able to sound like I got some sense. I've said it often. Failure is a wonderful teacher. Do you know how many times I have had to have failed to have what I have in my head today? I'm telling you, man, it's a process. People get mad at the process. You got to do something to give God something to work with. He'll bless you, but what you want me to bless if you ain't putting forth any effort, you can get blessed from wherever you are in your life, wherever your starting point is, wherever you find yourself wound up. You can get it back from there. I've done it. Man, by the grace of God, I've done it. I, I, I got over, man. I learned some things along the way. Because here's the deal. As long as God keeps waking you up in the morning, he ain't through with you yet. When he's done, you're done. But if God still has a plan for you, you wake up in the morning. He still got some more work for you to do, you wake up in the morning. So if you keep waking up, man, it's something that God wants from you, would love to have from you. And he can work with you, man, if you just walk towards him a little bit. Here's the deal. I know it's hard for the average person to start because the fear of the unknown is incredible. What if I fail? What if I don't get picked? You know, one of the hardest things I ever did was walking in to quit my job. Oh, man, let me tell you about that day when I decided that I was going to be a full-time comedian after winning an amateur night one time. Quitting your job, following your dream, going for it, despite all the naysayers, it's like stepping off a cliff. It's like actually just walking off the edge of a cliff, hoping, hoping now, not really knowing, but hoping. Hoping is the bare basis of faith. I stepped off that cliff hoping that my parachute would open and allow me to drift down. <laughs> See, I've never skydived before, but I would imagine part of the thrill, and I don't know this because I'm not going to skydive to find out. I think part of the thrill for people is the, uh, the, the danger part of throwing yourself out of plane and how it feels to be free falling. But the whole time they're free falling, having this exhilarating over the top moment, You have got to believe in your heart of hearts. 
you have got to hope with everything in you that when you pull this cord, the chute opens, or else this ain't a good move at all. But you've packed your chute yourself, you've taken the lessons, so you go ahead and you make the leap. Now, the only thing about quitting your job and following your dream is you ain't really been trained all that good for this. You done packed your chute, but you ain't never opened it before. So I walked off this cliff. That's what it was like. And you following your dream is like you walking off a cliff. Here's the part where people don't never make the jump. They see somebody like myself who jumped off the cliff and the parachute don't open right away. And I hit a couple rocks on the way down. I got my back cut up pretty bad. They see that. Three years living in a car. Man, he got his life towed down jumping off that cliff. I ain't jumping off that cliff. But see, what you don't understand is you don't know it, but eventually the chute will open. And I'm at the parachute opening part of my life, man, where the chute didn't open and I'm drifting. And I'm, I'm able to guide my chute over to Paris and glide. I've, I've glided over to Africa and seen what it looked like. It's a slow ride down when the parachute finally opened. Uh, and my back didn't heal, too. And the cuts that I had on me, I remember now I know how to stay away from the edge. But the parachute didn't open. And I'm enjoying my life for the first time. I'm gliding. But I, I got hit up against the rock. I can see more. I get a chance to see more things. I get to glide and see more parts of the world. I'm living my dream. Your parachute is going to open. But I'll tell you one thing for sure. It'll never open if you don't step off that cliff. You got to step off that cliff. God will get the parachute open for you. But you got to jump, baby. That's the hard part, ain't it? Now, the question is, the end of this story right here today, when you jumping? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Feel whatever it is you want to feel. But notice here. This here real. Mm. This is real. You heard it. Radio show. We in your life. We part of it. Part of it. Yeah. It's moaning time. Uh-oh. Morning no, time. you didn't. No, you didn't. To your hype man. I love it. <laughs> yeah. My, my hype man well, voice too high. I know. He's self-threatening. Watch this here. It's morning time. You heard him. It's morning time. See right there. <laughs> Let me have your undivided attention. Your undivided attention. Right there. We, well, our job, junior job is to aggravate in the doing what I want you to listen carefully. I mean, listen up. <laughs> you hear me? You hear us? <laughs> You need to work with that. It's about to go down. Don't let him tell you twice. Come on, hype man. (laughs) From sea to shining sea. Don't make us do it again. We're on in L.A. L.A. New York. New York. Chicago. Philly. Philly. Atlanta. Atlanta. Charlotte. Charlotte. Mississippi. Mississippi. This, this hurts. Why is he walking back and forth, though, like he's really on stage? I, I'm on stage. Oh, no. That's how you have to do it, Shirley. Don't, don't stop it. Oh, no. But, Junior, <laughs> yo, you, you, you repeating. It's just unnecessary, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I got to go in with him, though. Oh, no. Okay. He's a hype man. He's a hype oh, man. Oh, hype man. 
You ain't even threatened like by it. the time I say something. Mm-mm. Right. <laughs> Steve don't need a hype. I'm in tears. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, say something else, Steve. <laughs> He's stupid. I want everybody to know how it's going to be in here. It's going to be what it's going to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the... If you don't believe it, watch this here. Watch us. Watch what? He's so ignorant. I He's said watch on. this here. Watch this here. Yeah, yeah. Don't believe it's just watch. <laughs> this this ignorant show. Uh, yeah. I know he is. He's tight, too. I'm over here breathing hard and everything, Shirley. <laughs> Give him one more. Huh? Come on, Steve. Give him one more. Give me one more. <laughs> Let him have it. Let him have it. Think <laughs> we playing? It's too early for this, man. <laughs> it's too early. Just hollering for no reason. This right off the jump. Thirty seconds for break. Thirty seconds for the break. <laughs> you ain't gonna make it for a while. You're not going to make it. He's got his own hype, man. Yeah. You're not going to make it. (laughs) One more, Steve, before we go. Uh, Hurry. We about to be bodied, bodied, and busting off up in here. Busting off up in here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. Media ministry, let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to uh, reach Dre. Andre? Yeah, this is Andre. Hey, uh, Dre, you the person that runs the uh, the media at the church? You over the sound system and everything and all the, uh, the the screens and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, I work with the church. Okay. Uh, how long you been at the church, man? I've probably been at the church for like five years now. About five years. Okay, okay. Listen, my name Doug, man, Doug Newsom, and uh, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't joined the church yet. But uh, I've been coming because my cousin, you know, my um, uh, my cousin them go there. They've been going there for quite a bit. My my cousin, uh, uh, I got I got one cousin that's in the choir, uh, Latrice. You know who Latrice is, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I know the Latrice. Doug, you you ain't a member of the church yet? No, no, I'm not a member of the church yet. But you know, I've I've been in there. You know, I, I'm liking the service and everything. So you know, it's just a matter of time. You know, uh, 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 uh when I feel like I'm I'm ready to actually join. But I. I, I I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I'm calling you because I got a, a, a bit of an issue about uh about something I've, I've been noticing for the last three weeks that's been going on in the church, and I wanted to uh you know I had to ask around who was over the media, uh yeah, mini- yeah, ministry. That's me. Yeah, that's that's what's you. What's going on, man? Okay, so uh man, I I, I don't know what's happening, uh and, it, and and I ain't gonna lie, I gotta be real with you. It pissed me off, but uh for the last three weeks. You know, uh, when my cousin get ready to sing, you know, I don't know why when she get up to sing that the mic just go out. You know what I mean? The mic just go completely out when she getting ready to sing. And I'm like, what? What? This don't make no sense, you know? So, Doug, man, I, I ain't been. It's not like I'm timing it. I don't know. I mean, we don't have the best equipment at the church, you know? Uh-huh. We just, we just got to work with what we got. Right. I mean, it's not like I'm sitting there trying to. Sing aloud to your cousin. Sometimes the mics get a glitch, man. But see, but see that, but see that's my problem though. The problem I'm having is the glitch happening every single time my cousin get the mic. You know, that's that's the problem I'm having. I'm like, okay, so every time Latrice get up there to sing, then you know the mic go out. 
I didn't came three weeks straight. I, I ain't heard my cousin saying nothing yet. So I, I, I'm calling you, bro, on, on you know, on some real man-to-man stuff, just letting you know, bro, I'm coming to church again this Sunday. I'm coming. Now, if Latrice might go out again, hey, dog, somebody going to get the ass whooped. You going to bring that energy to church? I told you, man, it's just a glitch. Ain't nothing I could do about it. Okay, what what I'm saying though, bro, what I'm saying is this right here though, and I'm being as real as I can, which if 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 Latrice might go out on Sunday, immediately after that service is over with, somebody getting their ass whooped. I don't know why you calling threatening a member of the church, man. Like I said, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I try to keep everything running cool. You know, I try to keep it running smooth. I can't tell you when a glitch is gonna happen. It's electronics, man. It's old equipment. Now, I'd love for you to be a member of the church with us, but I can't. I mean, why are you calling up here threatening me? Hey, bro, because because I, I done came up there three times. Three times I done came up there to see my cousin sing, you know. My cousin been singing since we was kids. We all love to hear her sing. We love her voice, you know. We we, we you know we grew up listening to Latrice sing. So what I'm saying, I'm going to say this here, though. And I done, said it, I, done, I done said it twice already. I'm coming up there Sunday. If, if Latrice... Mike, go out. Bro, let me just cut you off real quick. Ain't no way that you're going to come up here and whoop nobody's ass, man. That just ain't going to happen. Like I told you, it's a glitch, but you ain't coming up to the church talking all this and then going to whip somebody's ass. That okay. ain't going to happen. Okay, so I see where we at now. So so let me just go on direct it this way. So let me say this. From Doug to Andre, from me to you, I'm, I'm letting you know right now, come Sunday, if, if Latrice might go out, not not know somebody. I'm whooping your ass, Dre. I'm whooping your ass if the damn uh, mic go okay, out. Okay, first off, ain't nobody whooping my ass, especially no punk ass dude named Doug. All right, he ain't gonna come to the church and whoop my ass. That gonna happen. Okay, what 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 make you think you can't get your ass whooped, Andre? What makes me? You over here threatening somebody over here with the media. You want to come test these hands and come test the hands, man. You know what? Matter of fact, when y'all next rehearsal, I can just come on over there and. Come on over there, man. Why don't you come over right now? I'm over at the church right now. Oh, so you at the church right now? I'm at the church right now. Okay, bet. Okay, okay right bet. Now. If you okay. want to catch this no, 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 that's in cool. the parking lot. That's cool. But no, you're no. going to need the church after you done get this ass. Okay. Hey, 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 Bob. Tell DJ then we finna go to the church, dog. No, no, tell him we finna roll up there to this damn church. Okay? Come on. Call all of them. Call all of them. Dog, you finna get your ass whipped, dog. So you done pushed up on the wrong one now. You done pushed up on the wrong one. So all, all this little shit you talking cool you finna have eight dudes hey, come man, up there and whoop you your ass right now you finna... so dougie you can bring johnny you can bring billy you can bring whoever the you want but it ain't gonna happen okay okay cool in, in real talk doug you done call me talking all this how you about to come up here and whoop my ass and now you need like seven eight other guys back in the day we used to just handle this one-on-one and now you want to come up here talking all that you gonna bring every cousin you got in your house if you want to do this man come up here let's do a one-on-one oh 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 you you scared or something ain't nobody scared but you talking that you whooping my now you want to bring up every disciple you know man you know what bring whoever you want just don't bring nobody you want back because i'll put you all down okay well i'm gonna tell you this here i'm gonna bring tommy with me and tommy gonna be the one that's gonna act a damn fool with you i'm telling you that right now who tommy so you don't know tommy Nah, I don't know Tommy. Okay, do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show?
Are you kidding me? I'm <laughs> calling this number. Hey, man, Latrice got me to prank phone call. You matter of fact, the whole choir is in on this, and they know that I am pranking you, Drake. <laughs> Man, now you got me done turning up on the radio. I, man, now I got to go ask for forgiveness for all that smack I don't talk. Now come Sunday, I'm turning everybody's mic off. Okay, man, I got to ask you this, Dre. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? You know it's the Steve Harvey morning show. And yo, Tommy, if I could turn your mic off, I'd turn that <laughs> off too. <laughs> All right, nephew, thank you. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show. All right, Steve, it is time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message or just give a holiday greeting to your loved one, call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? Happy holidays, Steve and family. I wanted to spend, send a special shout out to the love of my life and best friend, Jay, from Jay. Baby this year has tested our faith in a number of ways, but we are unbreakable, and I got you. I love you. Here's to many more years. Hello, Steve. Good morning. I'm listening to you guys from Queens, New York. I am wishing my dearly beloved wife, Irene Affel, of the Four Seasons downtown in New York, a happy holiday. I love her so much. Hey, good morning, KJLH family. My name is Donna Thomas from Long Beach, California. I want to wish all of you guys a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas. And I want to send a shout out and a Merry Christmas and a happy holiday to the Thomas family and to the love of my life, Mr. J.R. Miller. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, Mr. Steve Harvey and your family and the radio family of WDS 105.3. I want to say Merry Christmas and may y'all have a blessed, blessed, happy, safe New Year. From Miss Jones from Hampton, Virginia. Lots of love. Take care. All right, Jay. Now explain this. This is holiday phrases at the Christmas holiday party. Holiday phrases at the Christmas party. We're all going to go to these Christmas parties inside mm-hmm. the friend's house or relative's house. Mm-hmm. And these are some phrases you hear. What we're going to do is make the setting. We're going to play some music for you. You're in a real Christmas party. And okay. these are some of the phrases that you hear at your average black or family Christmas party. Right. Yeah. Keyword black. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> All right, here we go. And now we take you to every holiday Christmas gathering and we give you sounds of a black Christmas party. I don't know who invited me. Could have been my mom. Hey, can I can I get some of y'all to help me put Earl in the car? <laughs> I, somebody, just... Well, I'd like to laugh, too. So what did she say that was so funny? Anybody seen my purse? It was right there on the kitchen table, right there. I put it right there. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Hey, y'all, y'all can't smoke that in my mama's house. <laughs> hey, y'all out of toilet paper. <laughs> Where y'all keep the plunge? Oh, God. <laughs> That's the, that's the word. That's I'm going to need that plunger, man. <laughs> Hold up, y'all. Don't go in there. So what? So what? The girl like girls. Get over it. <laughs> what they got to do with you? <laughs> she like girls. And? Hey, you ain't saying nothing. We can take all this outside. Oh, all yeah. of it right now. <laughs> that's real right there. 
Uh, I love y'all and all, but y'all need to stay out of my bedroom. Right there. No, it's not a weave. This is my real hair. Yes, this is my real hair. I can tell you right now, that's one ugly ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if I was young, uh-huh. I'd stay out there bathroom for about at least 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 hell no, hell no. I ain't know he was out. <laughs> what the hell made this egg sound? <laughs> That's why I told you I needed help to get him in the car. Y'all got some fall. He wet and heavy. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't eating that. (laughs) Break another ornament on that tree. We ain't gonna have nothing to hang on the next year. I know you ain't out there peeing in my mama backyard. Come on, man. Come on, dog. Stay out of the refrigerator. All right, just stop. Stop balling that Christmas paper up. We're going to use it next year. (laughs) Oh, she knew he was married. She knew he was married. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-huh, that's him. Well, look who with a white woman. I mean, that. (laughs) These are sounds you hear at a black Christmas party. Yes, I'll accept the charges. Hey, y'all. Hey, Calvin coming. Watch your purse. Yeah. They, uh, they don't let him uh, preach at church, but he want to come over here and pray for 30 minutes. It's just too much right here. Yeah. Oh, she had another baby? Oh. Hey, y'all, it's long distance from the prison. Everybody want to say hi? Yes. Yeah. That was my next one. Hey, Robert. Hey, Robert. Hey, What's going on, Robert? What's Robin. up, y'all? What's up? <laughs> What's up, fam? Man, I wish I could be there with y'all. Who all over there? Everybody. Everybody. Man. Pass the phone man. around. Everybody here. What no, about Nita at, man? Huh? Let me talk to Bernita. <laughs> Bernita. Hey, Bernita, uh, uh, Robert on the phone. I, 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 ain't, I ain't say nothing about it. You know, go ahead. Just, just. I can't believe it. The family that don't bring a damn thing take the most home. I <laughs> never bring <laughs> Look at me. We about to eat. <laughs> the game is on. <laughs> her kids oh, bad. Oh, her kids are bad. Oh, my God. How long is your prayer going to last? <laughs> Ooh, it's the... Listen, got late. We probably gonna have to stay tonight. I don't, I don't do all that driving at night. <laughs> Ooh, you know, Clarence don't like to drive at night. <laughs> Why we can't eat till ass get here? <laughs> Did y'all go in the living room and speak to Miss Bernice in the hospital bed? Y'all just gonna walk right by her. Don't say nothing. <laughs> what y'all doing in there? <laughs> Hey! We're here at a black Christmas hey! party. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we changed it. We trying to make it a pre- Christmas yeah. party. Oh, oh no, God. we've been out to Christmas yeah, party. Okay. Christmas party. Yeah. Long we just had a time. black house now. Yeah, we had a black house. <laughs> Go out there and tell yeah. Devontae to uh, bring that walker back in here so Mr. Seal <laughs> can get to the table. 
You mean Timmy, you ain't got no flat screens? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Bernita from, from the hospital bed. Your grandmama from the hospital bed in the den. Turn them greens down. <laughs> Smell them in here. Hey, can anybody give me a jump? I'm trying to go to work. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thanksgiving. He working. He get he, they getting paid double. He get paid double tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that overtime. Get that overtime. Uh, oh, she oh, real light skin. She real light skin. She real light. Well, <laughs> she real guess I go and get out of here. <laughs> Watch this game, y'all. Y'all ain't. Y'all TV be cutting off. I'm going to the house so I can see this game. You fool. You talking like you fool. Uh, Somebody done took them damn folding chairs. I know we had eight folding chairs last year. Oh, damn, now, them who them the hell took that fall off the table? <laughs> who took the fall? That's my fall. All right, we got to go. That's it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Comedy Roulette. Today's categories are things you don't bring up on the Zoom family meeting that might start an argument. Ooh. Things you say to people that show up unexpectedly. I'm assuming at your house. They show up at your house unexpectedly. Uh Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh-oh. What you think is going to land on? Uh, oh, I didn't think it was going to land on that. Oh, let's go. It landed on things ooh. you don't bring up on the Zoom family meeting that might start an argument. Wow. All right, all okay. right. Here we go. Here we go. Comedy roulette things you don't bring up at the Zoom family meeting and might start an argument. You know, when Mama died, she got all the money. All the money. <laughs> Didn't nobody get nothing. My mom. Yeah. You yeah. just gonna say that on the Zoom, though? Yeah. <laughs> on the Zoom. <laughs> on the family Come on, man. <laughs> Things you don't bring up at the family uh, Zoom meeting that might uh-huh. start an argument. Yeah. Uncle Ivory, last time we had told you, get your eye patch now. We on camera. You scan the children. Okay? <laughs> get your eye patch. We on camera, Ivory. You do this every week. <laughs> Junior's family. <laughs> All right, Steve. Things you don't bring up on the family Zoom meeting that might start an argument. All right, everybody. Raise your hand. Everybody don't like Uncle Claire's potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do a poll on the Zoom. Raise your hand, Harold. We was talking about it. Oh, that's an argument right there, for real. Yeah. yeah. Comedy roulette, things you don't bring up in the family meeting that will start an argument. Uh-huh. So you telling me the house is clean? That is clean? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. So it is. Oh, okay. Oh, oh he tried okay. it, didn't he? He tried oh, it. Oh, uh-huh. you ready. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things, yeah. You, don't, <laughs> things on, you don't bring up on the family Zoom meeting that might start uh-huh. an argument. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your daddy got another baby. Mm-hmm. The little help of seven. Seven. She in school with everything. It might start with an argument. Anybody want to defend this? Ain't she something? Uh-huh, name uh, Teresa. Ain't Teresa? Uh, <laughs> all right. Wow, Junior. Steve, things you don't bring up on the Zoom family meeting that might start an argument. Listen, don't nobody ask me to keep Earlene's kids no more. <laughs> What's wrong with Earlene's kids? <laughs> 
about to watch these crazy ass little kids. <laughs> they're bad. They're bad. Wrong raised ass kids. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk. Eight years old, still talking about die, 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 die. Oh, my God. Sitting in hell, these grunting ass kids. Things you don't bring up on the Zoom family meeting because it will start an argument. When Carnell get out, oh my God, it looks to see him. What he doing? Oh, look at him. He out again. He is out. Oh, hey, Carnell. Come on, Junior. Here we go. Things you don't bring up on the Zoom meeting, on the family Zoom meeting, because it might start an argument. Mm. Uh, somebody tell Melvin to turn his camera off. The roaches is in here on the Zoom. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Not the roaches. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, Steve. Close it out. Close Things it out, you don't Steve. bring up on the Zoom family meeting that might start an argument. How many cousins you think Uncle Milton did slept with? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Look at our faces on the Zoom. <laughs> Look at Steve. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Raise your hand. Uh, <laughs> Raise your hand. <laughs> Wait to close it down. Shut it down, Steve. All right, Steve, let's get to the news. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, officials now say that all 17, all 17 of the Canadian and American Christian missionaries kidnapped in October by a gang in Haiti are free, all 17. Three had escaped, two others were released, and now the others are free. They were all kidnapped by a gang called 400 Mwazo back in October 16th. A ransom of a million dollars each was demanded. Ransom money was apparently collected and paid, some ransom money, but just how much has not been revealed. But, of course, the most important thing, all 17 of the Canadian and American Christian missionaries kidnapped in October by a gang in Haiti are now free, and uh, those who have spoken to some of the family members say they're all okay. They are ble- they feel blessed by God, uh, and they're and they're recuperating, but they're all okay. President Biden expects to address the nation this afternoon to detail his plans for stemming the nation's COVID variant infection rate, particularly from the new Omicron strain. Dr. Anthony Fauci tells National Public Radio that he's aware of some things. Part of the president's winter plan is to put out about sixty surge units to be able to help regions of the country that are getting particular stress on the health system, both from the number of cases that need to be hospitalized, particularly in intensive care, as well as for the inevitable illnesses that you're going to be seeing among healthcare providers, which will make it an even greater stress on the system. The president was in close proximity, apparently, to a mid-level staff member for about 30 minutes Friday on an Air Force One flight from South Carolina who tested positive for COVID. So the president himself uh, tested negative, though, yesterday for uh, the virus uh, after being in close contact again three days earlier. On another subject, the president is ramping up the restrictions on car makers. Former President Obama instituted tough emission standards, you may remember, then Trump later dumped them. And now Mr. Biden wants new passenger vehicles to get about 40 miles per gallon of gas by 2016. The aim to greatly lessen the release of greenhouse House gas emissions. A jury now deliberating the uh, case of former suburban Minneapolis cop Kim Potter. Uh, Potter, a 36-year veteran of the force, charges manslaughter in the death of an unarmed black man named Dante Wright, who she claims she accidentally shot during a routine traffic stop, thinking she was using her taser, which is pay, which is really about two pounds, instead of her gun, which is eight pounds. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back, and right now it's time to take a look into the demented mind of a demented man. Ladies and gentlemen, the demented one, J. Anthony Brown. Oh, it will. I speak to the, I speak to the people who really feel like I feel about Christmas time, who don't have that much joy, who are not looking forward to the 25th. They're literally looking for the 26th when it's all over. That's when they celebrate. So I sing and speak to those people. That's what I sing about. We got enough happy damn songs. Hit it. Here it is. Hit it. Gonna have a jacked up Christmas Cause it's been a jacked up year I don't care, you need to know I have no Christmas cheer Gonna have a jacked up Christmas And I'm not feeling so neat I said so, you need to know So hear me when I speak Gonna have a jacked up Christmas Gonna spend it all alone Got no gifts and I won't call or text you on the phone. I'm gonna have a jacked up Christmas. It's the worst time of the year. Oh, by golly, gonna have a jacked up Christmas this year. Oh, by golly, gonna have a jacked up Christmas this year. Ho, ho, my ass. What happened? What happened? Genius! I've never seen nobody spend that much time to be negative. I mean, bitter time. I love it. I mean, who writes an anti Christmas song but go into the studio to do it? Jingle bells and all of that. Commit. Commit. That was great. That was great. It sounded jolly because of the music. If yes. you listen to the words, you wouldn't know that it wasn't a normal happy Christmas but song. But it's some little kid somewhere just crying. I'm telling you, Steve. I'm messed, Jay. Man. Great job, Jay. Great Don't job. Don't give him no high five, Tommy. That's my dog. He's a team, Tommy. Kids team. In the okay. Wait a minute. I get it. That's not think, the song. Think about it. That's not <laughs> Doing Thanksgiving, doing Thanksgiving, when you get them first few text messages, happy Thanksgiving, after about two more hours of that, don't they get on your damn nerves and be like, okay, that's enough of these damn texts. That's when you group text. That's when you group text. You don't want to hear from your friends and family. You just, after I hear from my mama, that's enough. Happy holidays. This bitterness is running, rubbing off on you, Tommy, a little bit, Yeah, huh? Yeah. I don't mind being bitter, Junior. I could be bitter, Junior. I'm cool with it. bitter. All right. Thank you, Jay. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. More of this crazy, ignorant show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's Christmas time, right? And a lot of people take great pains to find the perfect gift for someone over the holidays because mm. they want to treat their loved ones to something special. But it turns out that a lot of people aren't necessarily thinking that way. In fact, many are really just looking for ways to outgift the loved ones in their lives. A new Mm. survey finds, yeah, right? A a new survey finds that 61% of Americans see gift giving as a way to out-gift their loved ones. 39% Mm. of people say the person they are competing with 
uh, see, see that person as, as their sibling, usually. I did um, other people, tr- <laughs> you did it. Other people uh, try to um, outgift that they try to outgift include friends or significant others. I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to ask you guys, what is the worst gift you've ever received, and what's the best gift you've ever received, Woo. Jay? Oh, the worst gift I ever received was my mm-hmm. kids, and they got together. All three of them got mm-hmm. together and pitched in on this and gave me. One pair of lime green socks. Yeah. Lime, lime green just started to get a little recognition back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> lime, lime, is just, lime is just starting yeah. to come out. Uh, it, it wasn't right, 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 You're right. right, it, right. It, it, it wasn't worth it, a damn back in the 70s <laughs> and the 80s. Lime, lime walk around like he's bold. I'm like, is that lime? Yeah, all right, lime, I am. <laughs> what about you, Junior? <laughs> oh, my God, the worst gift. You remember back in school when you used to have to trade gifts, you know, buy a gift, bring uh-huh. a gift? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Secret went, Santa or whatever. Yeah, Secret Santa. Santa's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I went and got this Michael Knight, Knight Rider remote control car. That's the gift okay. I brought. Wow. Uh-huh. You didn't but have the, a... When I got my gift, Ice though, back... <laughs> I just had Play-Doh. <laughs> I could not Play. understand. What the hell is this? And then the little boy said, it can do a lot of stuff. He twisted it and just made a little man. I kicked that little man over. I don't want no damn Play-Doh. I want my car kids. back is what I want. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, what about you, nephew? Mine is a little similar, Junior, because it was at school. It was in grade school. I think it was about fifth grade. And I, I pulled this kid's name. And he pulled my name. So, uh-huh. you know, I done done all my chores. I done cut some yards. I got him the G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. The I Kung got Fu him grip. a good yeah. toy. Yeah. Kung uh, Fu. Nice. That's a real nice. toy back in the day. You all didn't have yeah. price limits, huh? Man, <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. He got me a coloring book that his ass had been coloring <laughs> in. <laughs> I, no, I whooped his ass in Miss Johnson's room. You hear me? <laughs> Man. My mama beat the hell out of me that day. <laughs> they call yeah, that at the Mercedes dealership pre-owned. <laughs> you Not you. it all through the book. First of all, it's a sorry gift, but you've been coloring in it already. No, and and he all ready. outside the lines, too. All outside the lines. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, that's, that's <laughs> all right. Um, What's the best that? gift? What's the best okay. gift? Oh, man. Uh, well, I can tell you the best gift I gave my mom because mm-hmm. I always competed against my sister. My sister oh, see, you know, that, so the survey always, is correct. Okay. correct. <laughs> it's true. Even when mm-hmm. my, my sister gave my mom, she said I gave her. I said, so what'd you give mom? She said, uh, and this is the first time I ever heard my sister curse. She said I gave mom a hundred dollars. I said I gave a, a floor model color TV. My sister said, who is a Christian and don't cuss much at all, at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She said, I'll be damned. She said, what, Jay? I'll be damned. <laughs> and that's a lot he for won. her, aren't you? <laughs> He won. That's what about you, Shirley? Uh, let's see. The worst gift I ever got, um, I don't know. I guess it was a microphone. When I was little, you know, my, not little, but younger, but it didn't work. I didn't get any batteries with it, you know. And, it, it was like I'll tell you the worst gift I ever. Yeah, got. I mean, what you got? A keychain. <laughs> Damn. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. 
that. An older relative gave me that. I want to throw that plane at her. And then the worst gift of all was, of course, a set of pots. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Coming up next, it is the nephew with a prank phone call right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And boy, this one is a good one. All ears on deck. All ears on deck. Subject, I get excited very easily. That is the subject. Hey, yeah, that All right. one. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Yeah, not no more, but I I have the plan and excitement. I'm going to get yeah. excited Thursday. Yeah. 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 Not sure. Yeah. 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 Not Thursday. Yeah. What you got what the second week? She said Thursday. Yeah. Let's see. Thursday is a good day to get excited. Hey, girl, what you doing Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> all right, she guys. breathing. She breathing. <laughs> Girl, yeah. Stop all that breathing. <laughs> all right, again, the subject is I get excited very easily. Oh, we'll see what I the... know you ain't over there blinking. <laughs> Steve and the fellas have to say about this one. Right now, though, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. She got one arm bandit looking good over Pump there. Pump your brakes. Pump mm-hmm. your brakes. That's the break. name of it. Oh, you're going to drink breaks. your coffee and lick your lip. Okay. <laughs> Pump your brakes. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach Natalie, please. Yes, this is Natalie. Natalie, how you doing? My name is Darren. I'm with the uh, Homeowners Association. Oh, okay. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Listen, um... Uh, we got a we got a bit of a problem. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, who's who? Who actually brings your kids home from school uh, each day? Oh, my mom gets my kids for me, and she drops them off. Okay. Why? Okay. Why? Okay. Well, we have a we have a bit of a problem. Uh, the kids are fine. There's there's no issue with the kids at all. But um, you know, we've had a meeting here at the HOA. We've been getting some complaints. Uh, it seems like your mother is is uh, really speeding down the street real fast, and you know everyone's complaining about it. That you know it's a lot of kids walking home from school, and it seems like your mom is is driving real fast when she's uh, coming down the street uh, to drop your kids off. Did you know anything about this? Uh, no, not at all. That doesn't even sound like her. Okay, what type of car does she? Uh, let me ask you this, Natalie. We're, we're, we, from what I understand, it is a, um, what, what kind of car does your mom have? Is it a, a Ford Escape or something like that? Some, a little SUV? Is that what your mom has? Yeah, she has a little red SUV. Okay. All right. So, uh, the problem is, is that, that that's the same car. That's the one we're talking about. And it seems like, you know, your mother is, is flying down the street and she drops the kids off and when she leaves she's flying back out of the neighborhood and a couple of times some of the neighbors have told her to slow down and you know i I don't know if she's flicked them off or said something out the window you know but you know this is stuff that we just cannot tolerate huh 
Well, it really doesn't sound like my mom, but, you know, I was Okay, well, listen, listen. You know what, Natalie? What, what we're not going to do is what you're not going to do is act like it's not your mama. It's your mother that's doing this. So what we need you to do is tell your mama to slow our down so we don't have this problem. All right? Because I, I, I tried to be nice with you at first, but if you're going to be in denial thinking it's not your mama, then we got an issue. First of all, Darren from HOA, I need you to watch your tone and who the f you're talking to, all right? I need you to calm that all the way down, okay, all right? I said that I would talk to, to her. You need to slow your damn mama down. That's what you need to do. Slow your mama down the way she drives. No, what you need street. to do is stand in the middle of the street. If she's flying down, it's so hopefully she can knock you out the way, okay? Don't talk to me like that. You're being rude and disrespectful. I'm going to ask her if it's her because I don't think it's her, but you're not going to talk to me like that. Okay, so your mama can just drive down the street and act a damn My mama could do cold. whatever she want to do. My mama could do whatever she want to do. She a grown-ass woman. She can't do it in the neighborhood that I'm a member of the HOA at. She can't do it there, okay? Now, I don't mind having your mama arrested with your kids in the car if I got to. I wish you would. I wish you would have my mama arrested with my kids in the car. You're going to have more problems than you ever had, okay? You better not have my mama arrested. You're going to get arrested, and you're going to be sent to the hospital. How about that? Okay, let me tell you something. Tell your mama to slow her down in these streets. This is the last one that I'm giving y'all. This is the last one. Well, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to give no warnings, okay? We can have a real conversation about it. We can meet and talk about it. Because you ain't going to talk to me like that, and you ain't telling my mama nothing. I ain't telling her to slow down for nothing. What you going to do? What you going to do, Derek? Matter of fact, let's meet about it. I'll bring my husband, too, since you got so much to say. You know what I'm saying? I want you to have, keep that same energy, okay, with my husband. I want you to talk to him like you talking to me. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. I ain't worried about your husband or none of that, all right? I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to say this right here. Tommy is the one that told us that your mama was speeding down the street. Tommy the one said it. Tommy? Who the hell is Tommy? Tommy said your mama was the one running up and down the street fast going 40, 50 miles an hour. Tommy the one said that. I don't know who Tommy is, but Tommy can kiss my You can kiss my and any other neighbors who got something to say about my mama can kiss my ass. How about that? Well, let me ask kiss. you this. Let me ask you this. Do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know him? <laughs> Son of a <laughs> You got me. <laughs> you got me. Oh, you got Natalie. me. Natalie, your oh, sister. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs>
and tell Steve I said, hey, this might be working good. And there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. You played <laughs> too much. All right, I'm going to tell it to you again. Chicago, Illinois, here we come. The United Center, baby. Washington, D.C., here we come. Eagle Bank Arena and Atlanta, GA, State Farm Arena. Chicago, you are on the 30th. D.C., you are on the 1st. Atlanta, GA, you are on the 2nd. It's the New Year's Comedy Live Fest. Tickets available at all Ticketmaster outlets. Here is the lineup. Earthquake in the building. Eddie Griffin in the building. Cedric the Entertainer. D.L. Hughley, hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. Once again, Chi-Town. It is December the 30th. Washington, D.C., January 1st. Atlanta, Georgia, January the 2nd. State Farm Arena, all Ticketmaster outlets, or you can go to the box office, get yourself some tickets. It's going to be a hell of a show. Tickets on sale right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Unc, I hope you come hang out with your boy in ATL, man. I hope you're back home by then. Ah, January 2nd, slide happening, man. Got a couple of things. The judge show is jumping off that Tuesday, so I got to figure out. Yeah. Well, I gotta right. be. I gotta promote the show. Here come the judge. Uh, what, I don't Here know what's going. I don't know what's going to happen. I just want to go home right now, man. So I can. <laughs> You've been everywhere. Huh? Some eggnog, man. Look at my Christmas tree. <laughs> All right. <laughs> gotta go we'll see my grandson. Out. BJ play basketball. He playing basketball now. Yay! Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Coming up, get ready, Steve and the fellas, too. Subject, I get excited very easily. That is today's Strawberry Letter. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. (laughs) That's for you, Jay. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. All right, uh, Tommy, this strawberry letter requires a little disclaimer at the beginning. If you have small children oh, with that's, that's you, <laughs> you might not want them to hear this letter, okay? Just warning you, parents. Uh, the subject is, I get excited very easily. Dear Stephen Shirley, I really need your help and advice with an embarrassing problem. I'm a 28-year-old healthy black male, and I am single. Since I was 14 years old, I've been hearing having frequent erections. I have been to Mm. several urologists and specialists, and each doctor told me that I'm completely normal. I have talked to my male friends and older men, and they all say that it does not sound normal, but it also does not sound like a big problem. But it is for me. I have my first professional job, and I wear suits to work daily with tailored pants. It's very (laughs) hard to conceal Barry, one what class. You heard, Barry, what you heard me. It's very difficult. <laughs> what you see. Very hard to conceal my bulge, and uh, I feel like everyone has noticed at one time or another. I've tried all kinds of home remedies, and I have started wearing really tight underwear, but nothing works to compress my big problem. I was out getting lunch the other day and ended up having to go through a drive through because I could not get out of the car. It lasts forever when it happens. So I've been late to work and business meetings some days. It happens at the worst times, no matter what's on my mind or what I'm doing. It's caused problems in my last relationship because it creeped out my girlfriend and 
what? In my last relationship because it creeped out my girlfriend and uh, she thought I was some kind of freak. Mm. Creeped out on my mm. girlfriend? Okay, I think a word is missing there. And she thought I was some kind of freak. It will usually go away on its own, but most times I have to help out the situation, if you know what I mean. This dead. thing is altering my lifestyle and starting to ruin my confidence. Do you think I should discuss my situation with my employer and my pastor? <laughs> I don't want to look like Yo. a pervert. Any advice would be helpful. All right, um... First of all, yeah, I, I understand. Shirley, you want you me to just handle this? You want to just go? No, well, let, well, let me just okay. let me just say a few things, and then you got it, Steve. Okay? Because and, and really what I was going to say. Clearly, you know yeah, I think nothing you guys too. about this. Yeah, and I and I I said that in my first line. Uh, I I don't think I'm qualified, or should I say, equipped to answer this letter. I don't. But that's never stopped me before now, has it? Obviously, I am not a man. But but I do empathize with you. I mean, we've all heard about ED. We've all heard about ED. This is the exact opposite. That ain't opposite. what this is. Yeah. No, but no, no, this is. This is a form of ED. This is a form of ED. It is ED ever ready, and then you fill in the other word. <laughs> this is a form of that, the exact opposite of what, what we all are familiar with. Um, I, of course, I would naturally tell you to go to the doctor and get checked out, but you've been uh-huh. to urologists, you've been to that. specialists, all of that, uh, you know, and, and they've all said it was normal. I, I just can't imagine you missing meetings, being like for work because of this. You're 28. Yeah, I know yeah. this happens when to teenage boys a lot and stuff like that. Um, I would just suggest you got to keep going to the doctor until, you know, you can get this situation under control. You say you wear tailored pants. Until this situation is under control, maybe you shouldn't wear tailored pants. Um, That's you know, I know you. Right yeah, this this is a bad situation. I wouldn't talk to my employer about it just yet, and definitely not my pastor. Uh, and I understand you. Do, yeah, I understand you don't want to look like uh, look like a pervert. So, um, Steve, from that point, you know, go ahead. Yeah. You can take yeah, it now. You. But yeah, I, I just want to say that. Boy. Yeah. Come on, yeah, uh, don't even worry about it. I got all this here. God. Been there, partner. <laughs> Let me go and walk you through Been this there. thing right here. You like you like, see what you your main problem is you think you got a problem. <laughs> That's your main problem. That's the problem. You, what, what the hell are you talking about? Boy, oh listen to me. You said I'm a healthy 28-year-old black man. All of us been a healthy 28-year-old black yes, man before. All yes, of us. Yeah. The sick, the sicker cell, the diabetic, <laughs> the fat boy, the short man. We all been healthy 28-year-old viral young men before. That ain't nothing. Feral. Vi- viral. They viral. read about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Work it out for yourself. Yeah. Since I was 14 years old, I've been having frequent erections. Boy, Man. everybody had frequent erections <laughs> at 14. What are you talking about? Yeah. You can't wake up. He's your friend. He's with you all the time. I was 15. I was looking at mine one day going, what do you want from me? <laughs> Why are you here? What are you doing? I'm not ready for you yet. I'm going downstairs for breakfast. My mama and them down there. My mama and You sitting up in here talking about you had no freaking erections at 14. You're supposed to. Yes. It's every day. 
So now you done gone to the doctor. And guess what the doctor told you? That you completely normal. Because medically, ain't nothing wrong with you. Boy. All right, hold that thought, Steve. Hold on. Uh, hold we'll have that part thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I say something when I said that. Is it uh, hard for you to hold that thought, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so elementary. All right, we've been. Okay. Uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter: I get excited very easily. We'll be back come at 23 on, minutes on, after go, the on. hour. You're listening. Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're going to recap today's strawberry letter. Before we do that, we do need to uh, do a disclaimer to parents. If you have small children, you may not want them to hear this letter. Uh, the subject is, I get excited very easily, Steve. This 28-year-old dude, man, that wrote in and say he a healthy black male and he's single. And since he was 14 years old, he's been having frequent erections. Now, every man listening to this is going, <laughs> man, man. <laughs> Yeah, you're 14. Yeah. And you ain't but 28. They come frequent. They come often. You know, what is wrong with you? I got news for you. It's going to go away. <laughs> you're going to be looking for it. Oh, it's going to be some morning. You're going to be talking to it. Hey, hey, hey. What happened? Come on, man. I'm up. You're down. What's happening? Just say what. Hey, man, could you just come back every now and then? See, but no, no, no. You done took your ass to the doctor. And guess what he told you? It's perfectly normal. Boy, you this you one of them boys that's staring a gift horse in the mouth and don't even know it. The blessing you got right now. Man. But also, some men say, it don't sound right. Older men say it don't sound it, it don't sound normal, but it also don't sound like a big problem. That's cause old dudes know. Enjoy this while it's happening, boy. <laughs> Saying you ain't got much longer sitting up in here tripping. Steve. Well, no, I'm what, Shirley? Can I don't be mad at me? But can I say something? He's being oh, you late said for what work. You had to say. But I just want to point that out. He's late for work, and, and he late for I get to that. Man. He ain't missing <laughs> meetings because of that. He missing meetings because another reason, Shirley. You didn't let a man handle this here. He missing no meetings because of work and all this here. That's he say, he I have a first professional job, and I wear suits to work daily. With tailored pants, it's very hard to conceal my budge, and I feel like everybody has noticed at one time or another. Pleated pants, boy. <laughs> Pleated pants. <laughs> How about carry your files in front of you? Hang your briefcase around your neck. Put on a choir robe. Quit tripping. On the coat. <laughs> hey, get wear a trench coat to work. Hell, you cold. You got the flu. Listen, but. Jay want me to, Jay say get married. Hell, that's all you got. <laughs> Jay say get married. All oh, this is go away. Listen to me, man. Listen to me, man. I've tried all kinds of home remedies, and I've started wearing really tight underwear. Here's your deal. Under Armour makes a bicycle short underwear. It's made by Under Armour. Now, let me tell you what I know about this. See, I've talked with several men, those of us that's blessed. We have these uh, situations. I mean, when I mean, you're I mean, blessed, I know I, I know you is, dog. And I've talked to Jay about this, too, and even Lil Junior. And we all, uh, as blessed men, uh, Under Armour makes a bicycle short. 
Now, what you're going to have to learn how to do, son, so you can work with this is you got to make, and listen to me carefully, all you have to do is listen to this. Stand at attention. When the problem occurs, you have to get everybody looking up at you. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Take, take Cyclops. Listen to me. Take Cyclops and just put him at 12 o'clock. Cyclops has to live at 12 o'clock. If you what put does Cy- that mean? If you Shirley. put Cyclops Shirley. at 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8, 9 o'clock, Shirley. you got a problem. You got to put Cyclops at 12 o'clock noon. Now, Shirley, for those of you that don't understand, you don't. Okay, well, then listen to me. The clock has an hour on it. Where is 12 noon? Straight up. Straight up. Straight up, yeah. 12 noon is where, Shirley? Say it again. It's pointing straight up. Bam! There it is. That's That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Now, yeah. get everybody at attention at 12 noon. Uh-huh. Your problem is solved, son. But see, Try to touch you, your neighbor. What yeah. you, that, hello. <laughs> you ain't really got no problem. No. You just don't know how to handle your situation. Now, you say you talk to older men when I'm assuming you ain't got no brothers or no daddies or nothing like that in your life. So now I'm trying to help you. But you, all you got to do is get everything up at 12 noon. Now, right. let's move on down. You say that it just happens way too often. Now, you get these. Tommy John makes an underwear that's very comfortable that will allow you to put yourself in the uh, high noon position, and so does Under Armour. They're bicycle shorts that keep everything in a position, and you won't have this problem no more. Now, they, you say sometimes it lasts for hours. That reminds me of a Cialis commercial that says, if you get an erection lasting more than four hours, call your doctor. I'm not calling the doctor if I have one that lasts more than four hours. No, I'm taking selfies. I'm taking <laughs> selfies, and I'm putting them on a time code, and I'm sending it to friends of mine. That hour hey, now, y'all, I'm still here. Boom. Hey, family, an hour and a half, man. I'm still here. Go ahead, Hello. boy. Check me out. Two hours. I'm not calling no damn doctor. I'm I hate every man on this show. I'm going to get man. some help on this, and man. I'm going to nudge the person I live with. Okay, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, uh, Steve, it's time for you to um, introduce your friend. You hired him. Uh, J. Anthony Brown. And gentlemen, ain't no need of going through it. Here he is, J. Anthony Brown. <laughs> okay, I have an announcement to make. You know that I was working on the Big Black Nutcracker. Well, yeah. things just went crazy. So we're out of production. Oh. I'm done with that. They went nuts. Contracts. It just, it just went nuts. It mm-hmm. just totally went nuts. I'm working on a new production now. It's called How the Grinch Got His Ass Whooped. It's, uh, it's going to be a <laughs> Disney movie. Oh, Disney, Disney really? Uh, yeah, Disney movie. I'm talking to people at Disney. And it stars MC Hammer. And so MC Hammer is in the house. And you know how the Grinch comes in to steal the stuff. And when he comes in, he starts to sing. This is the first song of the, mo- of the thing. 
he started saying, can't touch that. Can't touch that. So he stops the Grinch from mm-hmm. taking stuff. Can't touch that. You can't touch it. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing right here. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for different people to play the part of Cindy Lou Who. That's, uh-huh. that's yeah. And I'm going oh, with yeah. two people. Her. The little girl, right. I'm going with two people. I want somebody light-skinned because when you put that green paint on it, I can't use a dark-skinned person. So I'm used, looking for a light-skinned person with green eyes Cause to play the part. With the play the part when we do the close-ups. Now, when we do the ass whooping part, hold on, Jay. Can I ask you a question? His... Is the reason you have yes, to sir. find the light skin person because you put the green mm-hmm. makeup on them? It'll be purple. No, it'll go green. But black, dark, dark people can't take that that green paint, Steve. Oh, like forest I tried green. George Wallace. Yeah, so it's oh. a, it doesn't work. So I gotta have them. God, George Wallace is go light skin. You. Yeah, right. light skin. So okay. yeah. So anyway, anyway. So uh-huh. the part of the the action part, all the action part of the ass whooping part, because uh-huh. I need somebody who can really whoop ass, who can mm-hmm. really whoop the Grinch's ass. It's going to be played by Cheryl Underwood because she will really, <laughs> really put foot in the Grinch's ass. And now, like before, Kurt Franklin is in this. He plays the part of Baby Jesus. I know, plays, I know he... Baby Jesus is not in there, but I, he said he'd do it so put him apart. Now, here's the most important part. The uh-huh. part of the Grinch, the uh-huh. part of the Grinch, this is very, very the part of the Grinch would be played by Nate Robinson because don't nobody know. <laughs> the don't, basketball playing boxer. No, no, yeah, nobody knows how to take a serious ass whooping like <laughs> Nate. We, 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 so I'm, t- I'm talking to the Disney people. It's going to be on, on ice production. When it's not going to be a movie, it's going to be on ice. So the Grinch gets his ass whooped. On ice, so look out for it. Nate Robinson <laughs> will play the part of the Grinch. He will definitely get his ass whooped. I'm taking auditions now. That's what I'm working on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, the CLO. And uh, you ready? Yeah. Yes, this please. one is from Evelyn in D.C. Evelyn says, I'm about to lose my mind because I found out my live-in boyfriend lied to me. I haven't said anything to him about it because I need your advice. He dated my younger sister about eight years ago, and my sister was mad at first, but she eventually gave us her blessing. Now, whenever she needs something, he still will run to help her behind my back. He was at her house Saturday to help her put up a Christmas tree, and I found out about it. Should I keep fussing at him or let my sister have her man back? Hmm. What? What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Whoa, wait. Uh-huh. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what y'all, what y'all, what y'all do this for? <laughs> right. Y'all ain't think this gonna be a problem. Uh huh. But see, let me explain something to you, sister. Since it was cool with you mm-hmm. that he dated your younger sister, and then you started seeing him, since it was cool with you. He just figures cool going over there to help put your Christmas tree up. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. It's the spirit of giving. Oh, oh, uh-huh. oh. Yeah. You know? Wow. wow. How she go? She ain't tall enough to put that star up there. Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm. Going over here to help your sister. Mm-hmm. They probably having the eggnog, singing Christmas song. Mm. <laughs> what? Having eggnog? 
<laughs> Singing Christmas songs. She mad because her tree ain't up, though. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Y'all crazy. Let her sister have her man back. <laughs> Let her sister have her man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Y'all going to pass me. He ain't that good. I can tell you that right now. He can't That's be. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She was mad at first, but then she gave them her blessing. Yeah. Nah. Uh-uh. That's too much. Okay. Yeah, get someone else. Yeah. All right, Barry and Toledo. Well, gave, gave, gave y'all her blessing, and I guess she's still blessing him, too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah, we did. just feeling blessed doing this holiday spirit. Sounds yeah. like it, yeah. Wrapping and unwrapping mm-hmm. gifts over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. drinking so eggnog together. <laughs> but the nog, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, Barry in Toledo says, I've been with my girlfriend for three years, and we had a great Thanksgiving planned, but things went left when a female co-worker texted me. My girl saw the text and asked me why my co-worker was comfortable enough to send me a happy Thanksgiving text at 8 a.m. She said my co-worker needs to know her place. My girlfriend has access to my phone and I've never had this problem before, so I know it's because my co-worker is fine. F-I-N-E in all caps, Steve. All yeah. <laughs> now she's yeah. really mad because I changed my password. I'm not a cheater and I don't like insecure women. Did I handle this the wrong way? Mm. Well, dog, let me just say this to you. Come on, come on, come on, Chief Love Officer. The fine chick yep. text you at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh huh. What does that mean? <sighs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> sure hope you have a nice time. And when she texts that message, the question is, what did you think? Because you said she fine. Yep. If a he fine said. woman were to text me mm-hmm. uh-huh. and say, happy Thanksgiving to me. Uh, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would immediately wonder. Yeah. Well, how happy could it be? <laughs> I'm just That's saying. Your mind What's goes. the level of uh-huh. happiness we yeah. got? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How, how happy are you trying to make me? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's happening here? Yeah. And so I don't know what to tell you. Um, dog, you handled it the wrong way. You changed your passcode. Bruh, what? That's a sign of guilt. Yes. Now, you yes. say you ain't a cheater. What you changed your passcode for? Mm-hmm. You ain't doing nothing. Oh, no. Because it wasn't just her wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You got to change your passcode because it it wasn't just that. It was something else somewhere. Mm -hmm. And in Mm -hmm. case you text back, you can't have her picking up your phone. Let's just be real. Oh, that's what happened. Text something back. Dog, stop this. Thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message or just give a holiday greeting to your loved one, call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? Hey, Steve, I just wanted to say happy holidays to two boss lady nieces. One is Tammy Woods out of Louisville, Kentucky, and the other one is Christina Carr, also known as Kaylin out of the ATL. Just wanted to say... Much love. Happy holidays to you both from AJ and Jan. From one service member to another, I would like to say thank you for all that you do, and especially our service members abroad. Please do not forget about those deployed in foreign places. Happy holidays to all our servicemen and women out there, past and present. 
Hi, my name is Yolanda from Baltimore, and I just want to wish my WHUR family and the Steve Harvey Morning Show a happy holiday. Good morning. Happy holiday to you, Steve, and happy time. Everybody that's on the show, my name is Minton Serrano, Dr. Reverend Minton Serrano, calling out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'd like to say happy holidays to all the Furby family in Glassboro, New Jersey, to my mother, Jean Majet in Philadelphia. I'd like to wish everybody in the city of Philadelphia happy holidays, and I wish that everybody have a joyful and a safe holiday. Hi, my name's Debbie, and I wanted to send a Christmas message out to my kids. Nicole, Dominic, and Jarrell, may God keep you safe and have a beautiful holiday. God bless you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back, and right now it's time to take a look into the demented mind of a demented man. Ladies and gentlemen, the demented one, J. Anthony Brown. Oh, it will be. I speak to the people who really feel like I feel about Christmas time, who don't have that much joy, who are not looking forward to the 25th. They're literally looking for the 26th when it's all over. That's when they celebrate. So I sing and speak to those people. That's what I sing about. We got enough happy damn songs. Hit it. Here it is. Hit it. Gonna have a jacked up Christmas Cause it's been a jacked up year I don't care, you need to know I have no Christmas cheer Gonna have a jacked up Christmas And I'm not feeling so neat I said so, you need to know So hear me when I speak Gonna have a jacked up Christmas Gonna spend it all alone I got no gifts and I won't call Or text you on the phone I'm gonna have a jacked up Christmas It's the worst time of the year Oh by golly gonna have a jacked up Christmas This year Oh by golly gonna have a jacked up Christmas This year Ho ho my ass. What just happened? What happened? Genius. I've never seen nobody spend that much time to be negative. I mean bitter. I love it. I mean, who writes an anti-Christmas song? But go into the studio to do it. With jingle bells and all of that. Commit. Commit. Got it. That was great, Jay. That was great. It, it sounded jolly because of the music. If you yes. don't listen to the words, you wouldn't know that it wasn't a normal happy Christmas but song. But some little kids somewhere just crying. I'm telling you, Steve. You're a mess, Jay. Man. Great job, Jay. Great don't job. Don't give him no high five, Tommy. That's my dog. <laughs> Team Tommy. Team Tommy. Wait a minute. I get it. That's not think, the song. Think about it. That's not <laughs> Doing Thanksgiving, doing Thanksgiving, when you get them first few text messages, happy Thanksgiving, after about two more hours of that, don't they get on your damn nerves? You be like, okay, that's enough <laughs> of these damn text messages. I'm tired. Yeah, that's when you happy group text. That's when you group text. Oh, you don't want to hear from your day. friends and family. You just, it's too much. After I hear from my mama, that's enough. Happy holidays. This bitterness is running, rubbing off on you, Tommy, a little bit. Yeah, man. Huh? Yeah. I don't mind being bitter, Junior. I could be bitter, <laughs> yeah. Junior. I'm cool with it. I'm bitter. <laughs>
All right, we're coming back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As a matter of fact, this is our last break of the day. Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss it. It's been a good day. We'll be back at 49 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve. Last break of the day. It's been a good day. That's why we love having you, Steve, so you can give us some closing remarks, some words to live by. Mm -hmm. Today, oftentimes my best closing remarks are remarks that are reflective of something that I'm going through, Mm -hmm. have been through, or experienced. And so today is going to be in that vein. I want to talk to you all today about faith. Faith. The purest definition of faith to me, this is to me now. I don't know how other people view faith. I'm just talking about the purest definition of faith to me is simply this. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That's what faith really means to me. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That categorizes faith for me. That exemplifies faith for me. That expresses faith for me. That somehow over the years I have managed to understand that faith is in the belief in things that you cannot see. So when situations beset me, when circumstances run up into me, when I find myself in something that I have no control over, that that circumstance just set itself right in front of my door. And then all of a sudden, I get the phone calls, hey man, you all right? Hey man, hang in there. Man, so sad to hear the news. You know, I had a slew of that this week because of some article that came out about the show. Friends from Cleveland. And I appreciate it all. But I'm going to tell you something that I'm drawing on. I'm drawing on this thing called faith. I'm drawing on some words that my mother told me when she was young. When I was young. My mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. She always taught me that I don't believe God brought me this far to leave me. There is no way that God got me to this place to leave me. See, here's where faith comes in. I firmly believe that when one door closes, God has another one to open up. See, I never stand in the doorway that's closing in my face and keep knocking on that door. Y'all need to open this door back up. I'm not going to stand there and try to force my way back in the door. I'm going to take care of my business, of course. Faith without works is dead. But I do not get crippled and crumbled over the predictions or the thoughts of somebody else. Somebody come to me and tell me what they're going to do to me. How many times have you had somebody come to you and tell you what they was going to do to you? How many times have you had a boss confront you and tell you what they was going to do to you? And they say it with the full intent of shaking you up. And sometimes it worked, don't it? You go home and you shake it. Let me offer you something. 
Stop shaking. Don't worry. Don't be dismayed. There's no way God brought you this far to leave. See, the people that's talking about taking stuff from you, they didn't give it to you in the first place. What they don't know, that your steps was ordered by God. What they don't know, that God positioned you right where he wanted you to be at a particular time. They had no choice than to put you in the position because God had ordered it so. So when they come along and they start talking about taking you out of position, what you worrying about that for? You don't think you don't think that you have an option here? You don't think that the God you serve that put you where he wanted you to be placed, you don't think he see all of this? I do. I think he sees me. I think he places me right where he wanted me to be placed. I think he has people saying things about me so I can hear it. I think he's allowing people to think that they're making decisions because they want to. I believe that they don't know that God is always working on my behalf behind the scenes. Always. Why? Because I believe and I trust in him. That's why he always working on my behalf. There is no, I'm not an evil person. I'm not an unrighteous person. I'm really a good person. I'm flawed, but I'm a good person. I don't set out to hurt nobody. I ain't trying to step on nobody. So when somebody bring me some disparaging news about what they gonna do to me, in the words of Bishop T.D. Jakes, you got to be careful how you handle me. Be very careful how you handle me. Cause I happen to be a child of the most high. What he's done for me in the past, he'll continue to do for me in the future. I have no fear of what you're claiming that you will do to me because God didn't bring me this far to leave me. That I'm certain of. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. And even though I can't see what he's doing right now, I bet he's doing something. I'm excited about the future of what God got for me. Those are my closing remarks. Yes, sir. He's working. Yes, sir. You better know it. You yes, better sir. drop that Have mic. yourself a good weekend. Because I, I, I am. Drop it. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Faith, baby. He dropped Faith. it. <laughs> did you right drop there. the mic or drop yourself? What did you do? <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. We love you. Bye-bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 